Blog Talk Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Beamer Distributors Blog Talk Show. This is your show. It's designed for all Beamer distributors across the country to provide you with the latest information, training, and current events. It's a live, interactive show where we value your participation. Just hit one on your phone and we'll open your line so you can ask questions and share information and testimonials. You'll hear from individuals who are experiencing amazing results in their business and with the use of their Beamer. But remember, this information of Beamer technology is not designed to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease or ailment. These testimonials have not been evaluated or reviewed by the FDA. This call is for education only, and no medical or income claims are intended. This call is not put on by Beamer USA. It's just us, a group of independent Beamer distributors all helping one another. So grab a pen and paper, listen carefully, and get ready to learn and share. Stay tuned. The show is about to begin. Good morning, Blog Talk Radio. This is your co-host, Ian Rob on whatever Wednesday. But this hour, we're turning into the wow hour because we have a special guest today, the results man himself, Tony Jerry. But I'm going to let Lisa introduce him. Go ahead, Lisa. Hello, everybody, and happy Wednesday. So we are wrapping up our month of uh, personal, personal growth, uh, business development, coaching, and we have hit the home run today. We have with us one of the top strategic results coaches in the world, uh, best-selling author. He's going to have to let us know exactly how many books it is. It's somewhere between 25 and 100. Uh, <laughs> and he has <laughs> he has worked with top CEOs and high achievers, including Walmart, Sam's, Ford, Shell, Texaco, Samsung, the list goes on and on, and now also Beamer. And so without further ado, welcome Tony Jerry. Hey, Lisa. Glad to be on with you. Let's make this a very powerful hour. What do you think, Ian? Absolutely, absolutely. Did you just write another book today, just out of curiosity? Say that one more time. I said, did you just write another book today? In fact, I, I'm looking at a cover right now, and it's called it's called Marketing Magic, and I'm working on that right now as a way for small businesses to be able to think of things that they could be doing better to attract new customers. So, tr- truthfully, I am working on that. Uh, Start out this morning working on the covers. What do you think of that? That's awesome. That's awesome. I, I had a feeling you're going to be writing another book. But when we get started here, I love let's talk about Beamer. Let me say what I love doing, Ian. I love helping people win. And so as we're getting to be able to connect with your listenership, uh, I'm going to let you guys, guys kind of guide it. And uh, let's just see what we can do to bring some of my energy and some of my thinking and some of my background in a great conversational way here that we can, uh, we can impact uh, people that are listening. Is that what you're thinking? Yes, absolutely. That's exactly what we're thinking. So what people radiate with a little bit more is knowing your own. Say that again, Ian, you cut out. Lisa, can you hear me? We can hear you. Okay. Uh, Ian dropped off. Okay. 
Um, so one of one of the most powerful tools we have as um, for marketing as independent distributors is our own personal passionate Beamer story. I know that you've been using Beamer. Do you have a Beamer story of what Beamer's done for you? I do, and it started out with a phone call. I got a call from the uh, CEO from Albert, and one of the cool things that happened was Albert got referred to me by a mutual friend who I've been coaching for 20 years, and, uh, and Albert said, hey, I need someone to really pour into me. I really believe in coaching. I've had the same coach for 35 years. Albert and I connected up and really made a nice connection. Uh, in that phone call, I asked him to come to my results center, which is here in Dallas, we have a $4.5 million think tank that I built. He flew in. We sat down, and I really realized that he's leading a company that is spectacular. And I, did, I hadn't heard about Beamer. And so I started really dissecting um, different conversations. He decided to bring his team in, and we had a really incredible day. And as I started getting uh, acquainted with what all Beamer has, I said, i got to have one. I put one in my gym. I uh, use it virtually every day, and uh, I am so fascinated with health in general, and I'm fascinated with what Beamer does, and I said, hey, I want to be part of this organization and help people understand what we have here as a great product and a great tool, both for people and for uh, for horses. Awesome. So one of the things that we like to do is – you worked with Albert, the corporate team, the national regional directors, and the management team at the, at the meeting in New Orleans. But now, now you get a chance to talk to the whole distributor field out there. And so we want to talk a bit more about clarity, focus, and execution. And as an IBD level, I'm going to have you try and talk to them. And we're looking for three things that individual distributors can do to ignite their business. Any thoughts? Okay, so there's, there's two different subjects, and they overlap. Can we talk about the basis uh, first, Eon, on clarity, focus, and execution, how that came to be, and let me sell our listenership on the power of that, and then let's go over to the second piece there on some specific things, maybe three, that people can do to really ignite their business. Can we go in that order? Awesome. Yes, let's do that. So um, are, you as, are, are you familiar with Zig Ziglar? Yes, Absolutely. Zig has a big impact on my life. He passed away a few years ago. And uh, I had met Zig by a chance uh, encounter. My coach uh, called me up one day, Eon, and he said, uh, you need to meet Zig. And I said, great. I, I need to. Great. Okay, I'll meet him. So I call his office, and they invite me to have dinner at his house that Sunday. And uh, so I called back my coach. I said, hey, I, I'm going to have dinner with Zig on Sunday. And they said, he said to me, no, that can't be. I'm like, yeah, it is. He says, no, you can't just do that. I'm like, well, I did. So by chance, Eon, they made a mistake and thought I was in his Sunday school class and invited me to an event at his house. So I get to go over and I meet Zig, and this is in 1989. We hit it off. We stayed up till 1.30 that night talking, and we developed a relationship where I was the only person to ever co-author with him. We co-authored a video series based on my first book, Inspiring the Audience. Within a, um, a few years of a relationship, I got acquainted with his president, Jim Norman. Jim hired me to help Zig get into businesses more because he was more into personal improvement. I was into more into helping people grow their business. And, uh, and then he resigned 
from being Zig's president because he was also Zig's uh, son-in-law. And I asked him if he had come to work for me, and he turned me down. He said he would coach me, and after 10 years of begging him, uh, Ian and Lisa, after 10 years, he agreed to become my president. This was in 2006. And he said, I've got to figure out why people are coming in from all around the world and paying you nice money, big money, to help them think better so they get better. As you said, they are igniting their business. So he interviewed 30 of our clients, uh, and he came back to me, and he said, Tony, I've got the three things. What is it? And guess what it was, Ian? It's clarity. You got it, buddy. Both and it was, hold on, hold on. I got dropped as a child. So it was definitely clarity, focus, and execution. So he said, why don't we write a little book? And we wrote a little passport, just about 30 pages, about the idea of the power of being clear, the power of being focused, and how to execute better. We printed 10,000 of those books, and we sent out 5,000 of them. And the U.S. Senate called me about, I don't know, a few days later. It could have been a week. and invited me to Washington, and they said, we need more clarity, we need more focus, and we need to execute better. I was so excited. I flew to Washington. This is the sergeant of arms of the U.S. Senate hired me. I met with about 150 people that run the Senate. By the way, how many people do you think manage the Senate? What's your guess, Lisa? I'm going to say zero. <laughs> well, <laughs> you can take that a couple of different ways. 7,000 people in <laughs> the U.S. Senate. You can, take it, you can take it the way I meant it, Tony. <laughs> well, I know, and I know, I know, and I got to chuckle internally on that. Uh, 7,000 people. Anyway, they were so excited about this message. I came back to Jim and I said, Jim, you're really onto something. He says, no, that's what you do for people is you help them get more clear and more focused and execute. So Jim said, let's write a best-selling book, which we did, called Strategic Acceleration, uh, and let's really help people with that methodology even more intentional. And so there's the four-minute history of that methodology, Ian. And I just love helping people ignite their life, their business, with the methodology, which I think that's what we want to talk about now. Yes. Let's do that. And let's see how we can wrap it into helping out the Beamer IBDs into how they can increase their business. So I think, Tony, step you... one is, is obviously clarity. People need to be clear what they want to do, why they want to do it, how they're going to do it. Am I correct? I'm writing that down. What you just said is what, why, and how? Correct. What most people, I think, have is when they, when they join Beamer, they may have a vision of, of having Beamer have an impact on their health. Generally speaking, that's the case, unless they buy a Beamer for their, for their horse. Is that right? Yes. And then when they start seeing and understanding what all it can do to a higher level, then sometimes they say, you know what, I'd like to share this with more people. And sometimes they think, I'd like to share it with the Beamer model to basically just pay my machine back. So they say, if I share it and three or four people buy one, then, like, I got my Beamer for free. Is that right, Ian? That is correct. We hear that all the time. 
And then sometimes people say, wow, maybe I'd like to invest a little more time and maybe make this a part-time business for myself. What I think, I believe, and as I'm getting to know more Beamer distributors, I think a lot of times people get into our business, the Beamer business, or any business, and they don't really have clarity of what they want. And I just think clarity is so powerful. Let me go on a personal side for a minute and tell you a story. Can I do that with our listeners? Yes, please. They would love it. All right. Do you think most people really get clear on the type of people they want to marry before they marry them? That's your question, Lisa. Go ahead and answer that. Nobody's ever been brave enough to marry Ian, so I'll take that. Oh, okay, um, I, think, I think we have a perception of what we want to marry. Do we have real clarity? Um, no. A success, a success story that I like to share is that when I really understood the power of clarity and I started having kids, I said, I want to teach the, my kids this valuable concept that I want to teach everybody that's listening today. And so my kids are about six. I started having conversations with them about the people that they were going to marry one day. And that's very unusual at six years old to talk about that. It's not unusual to say one day you might want to be married or not. Anyway, so when they were six, we said, why don't we make a list of the characteristics of the men, both of my kids are daughters, of the men that you might one day want to date married. And we made a list, typed it up, and I put it in my closet. It's still there today, and that was 22 years ago. And uh, we said, why don't we – Talk about, pray about, really discuss those characteristics as you grow up and see if we can attract. And it ends up my kids married two different men. The first uh, daughter married a guy that had 11 of the 12. And the second daughter married a guy with 12 of the 12. And they have very, very happy, successful marriages right now today. And I do this as a prelim for our listeners to say that's really extreme on clarity. Would you agree with that, Lisa? Yes, I would, definitely. Like, that's, like, way extreme. Ian, do you agree? Yes, I wish I had that clarity for the last 20 years. And how about this? Most people listening today probably could have more clarity on their life in general, and they probably could have more clarity on what they want to do with their Beamer business. And I'm proposing that if we want to be more successful as a distributor for Beamer, my belief is you really need to take the time to say, what do I really want? And when you put that in your head, some really great things happen. You attract things that you really think about. Earl Nightingale gave a speech in 1958 called The Strangest Secret. Have either of you ever heard about that message? Yes. Yes, yes, I have. And the strangest secret is you become what you think about. And so the more clear you are, in my opinion, on what you want, like what's your what, what's your why, and what's your how, to the three questions you said a couple minutes ago, then you can attract and move towards that direction. So the first of our three legs is clarity. 
And it starts with the clarity. What's the goals you want? What do you want to achieve personally? And then how does Beamer help you with that? Almost everybody wants to be healthier. Is there anybody you go up to and say, oh, no, I don't want to be healthier? No, everybody wants to be healthier. And we all know Beamer is an incredible product that can make you healthier. I mean, they're like, no one really doubts that, right? A hundred percent. And we want our associates and people, our colleagues, to be healthier around us. And that's why many of us are in the business is to share. But what else do we want? I don't know, Ian, what do you think? What, do you, what does a distributor want when they say, you know what, I want to I do Beamer as a business? What, what do you think they want? You know, you've been around this for you a, know, they're, a while. They're looking, in a lot of ways, just to help lives, just to help people feel better and healthier, like you're saying. But they're also looking for an opportunity to have a – a lot of people start off as a side hustle, but then turn into a full-time business because they're seeing the success that they're getting. And so they get that fire in their belly. So I, I think they're looking for a focus and, and a way to kind of have to create their own independent business on their own as entrepreneurs instead of just working for somebody else. I 100% agree. Lisa, do you agree that's what people want generally? Yeah, I do. I, I think especially in Beamer, you know, I, you probably heard this is, you know, we have a lot of nurturers um, who don't necessarily consider themselves to be sales people and they feel uh, they they don't want to sound too salesy and and all of that kind of stuff so I think sometimes there is there is not enough clarity there Um, and you know flipping that a little bit instead of you know I'm sharing Beamer and you know changing lives Um, so I think it does start out that way but uh, you know when you sell a Beamer and all of a sudden you have some extra money, you can, as a nurturer, by doing other things, even if you don't personally need it yourself. But I think, you know, it, people don't really look at it that way. I agree. All right, let me, let me take this sideways for just a second. I'll come right back. When I ask this question around the world, most people can't answer the question. Can I give it to you and Ian, Lisa? I'm going to yes. give you a test. I was going to try. To, I was going to try. I was going to try to stump you today, but go ahead, try. All right, and I'm going to suggest that our listeners probably can't answer this question either. Here we go. Without calculating, can you tell us how many hours are in a week? Calculate it really quick if I needed to. <laughs> <laughs> Most people are not clear that there's 168 hours in a week. And my methodology, starting with clarity, says if you want to be successful in your Beamer business, you got to start by understanding your time. And we all have 168 hours. What I believe that most people aren't clear of is what else I'm going to share with you here. We all know that you should sleep. We all know that good sleep matters. Generally, science today is showing us about eight hours a day. We know there's seven days in a week. So seven times eight is 56. So if you take 168, the number of hours in a week, minus 56 for sleep. And then should we take a shower, Lisa? Yes, we should. We need to brush our teeth. Yes, we should. So we got maintenance. So in round numbers, let's just put in 12 hours a week for round numbers for maintenance, putting our clothes on, taking a shower, things like that. 
So if you take the 168 minus the 56 minus the 12, then it ends up being 100. Generally speaking, most people that are not financially independent will take about half that 100 hours and put it in their career or their professional lives, and they'll put about half of it in their personal lives. Do you guys agree with that? No, absolutely. I was just trying to think about the maintenance part, and maybe someone needs to do a little bit more of it. But absolutely, I totally agree. So in round numbers, we want to start out with thinking about our Beamer business, in my opinion, with how much of that 50 hours of your professional side do you want to put in Beamer? Because most people are not just going to start into Beamer as a full-time business. They probably have some other thing going on or two things. And Beamer is maybe a side hustle idea, just like you said, or it's a way to share and make a few bucks, and then they start seeing there's more opportunity. And I'm proposing that one actual takeaway from today's call is to be clear on how many hours in a given week do you want to dedicate and really to build your Beamer business. Is it five hours, 10 hours, 15, 20? What's a number that's good for you to say that's a good, reasonable amount of time that fits for me? Now, I got another question that is not as uh, earth-shattering, but it is a little bit earth-shattering, and I'd like to ask both of you this question. In any given week, about how many new people do you meet? This is people at a grocery store. This is people at the airport. This is people that walk into your life. This is people your friends introduce you to. I mean, it's, it's probably, in most cases, at least dozens, and in almost almost all cases it's hundreds is that right no absolutely absolutely i talk to everybody you meet a waiter you you meet your baker you meet you meet all these people but what i think is most people that get into the beamer business aren't thinking wow i'm just going to go after the people i know and tell them about beamer they don't think about every day i'm meeting new people last night i came up to my uh, office here and someone wanted to come over and say hi and i asked them to, to join me and they said, hey, can I bring a friend? And I said, sure. And so we're chatting. And then pretty soon they're like, oh, can I bring my boyfriend? And so I was like, sure. And then he wanted to come over pretty soon. Like I met four people, and it wasn't even on my calendar. And what I'm mm-hmm. suggesting is that happens to all of us. We meet people every day. Well, if I was thinking, wow, how many people do I meet? Well, what do I want to say? I'm going to say, have you heard about Beamer? And when I say that to people, what people generally say, you mean the, the car? And then it starts a conversation. And if you think that you're touching tons of these people, new people, on top of all the people you know, wow, from a clarity standpoint, to me, that seems like a lot of opportunity. Can you guys respond to that? Yeah, I mean, actually, you know, it, it happens, I think, on a, on a regular basis. And uh, just recently happened a few nights ago, uh, sitting at a bar having dinner and talking to the bartender who's saving money to go to school and has been bartending there since she was in or working at that restaurant since she was in high school. And we just started a conversation like, you know, what, what do you want to do? Occupational therapy with horses. Oh, really? Have you ever heard of Beamer? And it was like, and she was fascinated and she works for a therapy, um, you know, center for horses. And the conversation can, yeah, the conversation can be easy. You never know what someone else's, story is and who they know and how Beamer could could impact their lives. You're so right. I mean, you're validating my point. 
And at the beginning of the whole methodology where we started this conversation today is there's three big words, clarity, focus, and execution. What I'm proposing to everybody listening is clarity. Write this down, 168 hours in a week. We now have that clarity. Anytime anybody asks you, you're going to know that the rest of your life, 168. And we're going to sleep some. We're going to take a shower some. If you like my round numbers, then you got got 100. How you invest that 100 hours is a big deal. Now, in that 100 hours, both personally and professionally, you're going to connect with people, just like you said, Lisa. And then we've got to ask yourself, with clarity, you say to yourself, self Am I going to ask people that I meet, virtually everybody, hey, have you heard about Beamer? And if I do that as a habit, chances are I'm going to run across encounters, just like you said, the person that was at a, uh, you said it was at a bar or tavern or something? Yeah, it was at a restaurant just sitting at the bar. Oh, restaurant, sorry. And and then all of a sudden that conversation turns into a relationship that could turn into a piece of business that could turn into something really big. And what I think, with clarity, as I help people, uh, and I've been doing this for 40-something years, is most people don't go, oh, with clarity, you know what? I need to talk about Beamer 20 times a week or 10 or 5 or 50. Pick a number. And just like I told you about the deal with my kids, write it down. How many times am I going to talk to people about Beamer in a given week? And you might want to divide that list into two. It could be people that I already know. Or it could be someone new that I meet. And to me, as a great action, Eon, going forward, it's like this is not earth-shattering. But most people don't write it down. With clarity, what am I, how many hours am I going to put into uh, connecting people with Beamer? And how many people do I want to talk to Beamer about in a given week? To me, that's a great takeaway. And I, I hope you guys don't think I'm too simplistic here. I just like believe that goals work, and it starts with clarity. No, absolutely. We have a lot of people that also do other type of businesses, like real estate, for example, or they maybe be a tennis pro or other different things. And I keep on telling them, you have a great vehicle to be able to share Beamer with because I think our number one group that we have selling Beamers in another profession is real estate. And they're so easy to talk to people and get them going or, or vehicle tennis. I mean, I, as Lisa was talking, I was went to a place uh, to go get stretched because I have two hip replacements and all this good stuff, sometimes I get kind of tight. And just when he's got me stretching, we start talking about it, and he gets fascinated. So anytime you – anywhere, everywhere, I've talked to him in elevators. I talk to him, you know, in offices, wherever it goes on. Just a very easy conversation. Like you said, even in the the grocery store, you start talking to people about orange juice or something, and then it turns into Beamer. So I hope anybody who's listening to this would want to tell other people to listen to it and to really take away the message of what we're saying so far. We've got to get real clarity. And part of that clarity is talking to people, just like we're like you're saying there, all the time. And we're really having conversations, and we make a list. You know, is our list twenty in a week, ten in a week? Make the list and write down who we're talking to. Uh, like it's not it's not hard. Um, you know what? Do you guys know what the RAS is? Have you guys ever heard of the RAS? No, no, I haven't. Can you tell us? What I've found is only about 10% of the people today really know about the RS. So it's a little bit higher percentage of people that actually know how many hours in a week. And here's what it is. It's a set of nerves that are in the back of our brain that filter things in and out of our brain. And I'd like to explain by using an example that you might have heard of before. Maybe our listeners have. This is the way I got exposed to it years ago. Um, 
and here's how it works. If you buy a new vehicle, buy or lease a new vehicle, generally speaking, you start noticing and seeing those kind of vehicles more often uh, in the next few weeks. Is that true? Yes, 100% happens all the time. Ian, do you agree with me? 100% you're going to notice those vehicles more than, yes. let's say, a month before you started considering that vehicle. Now, if you're considering the vehicle, you're already thinking about it, you're seeing them. But, like, before you start considering, you're just not noticing them. And pretty soon you're, like, going, wow, it seems like every 25th car is exactly that kind of car. Anyway, so what happens is our brain has primarily five senses that it perceives information from, and it brings it into our brain based on what we care about. So if we care about that particular vehicle, then our brain says, oh, when you see that vehicle, notice it. And so you're actually telling your brain to see it. So you're evoking the reticular activating system to see those vehicles. When you write down a goal, you are telling your brain to do that. So if you say, I'm going to talk to Beamer uh, to 20 people this week, then all of a sudden you'll start attracting more opportunities to talk to people. Here's one for you. If you walk into a office building and you sit in that office building to meet someone for, let's say, 30 minutes, an hour, you have lunch. Let's go to a restaurant. You walk into a restaurant and you're in the restaurant for an hour, a little bit, give or take, having a bite to eat. And when you walk out, I'm going to ask you both, generally speaking, can you tell someone about all the types of lighting in a restaurant? Not they necessarily. Have not candle necessarily. Lights, they have fluorescent lights. Generally, most people can't. You go, no. oh, they had dim lights. They had this kind of lights. They had, uh, they had incandescent lights. They had, I don't know, seven different types of lighting. Most people don't notice that. Would you agree? I totally agree. However, if you happen to be decorating your house and you were choosing lighting for your house, then you go into a restaurant and you start noticing lights and you go, ah, that's a cool way that they did that underlit kind of deal at the bar. Maybe we should do that. And you start becoming more aware of all the different kind of lighting that's around if that's something that you're working on. Agree? I totally agree. It's like when you get witness, eyewitness accounts to the same scene and you've got 10 people and you got 10 different views of what happened. So you get more distinctions based upon what you care about. So back to number one of the three, clarity. When you have more clarity of what you want to do uh, in person with your time, when you have more clarity of the goals you want to achieve, when you have more clarity with what you want to do with your Beamer business, then you're telling your brain, you're telling your RAS to let things into your brain that's going to relate to the things you care about. So what I'm selling everybody on right now is the idea of having goals. Like a lot of people don't really have goals. They say, well, I have goals. You go, hey, can I see them? And then they can't really show them to you. I propose that if anybody's on the line listening right now, you ask yourself, self, do I really have goals for myself written down, maybe even just written in your phone, and do I have clarity of what I want my Beamer business to do? So step one of our three legs is to have that clarity. So have I hit clarity strong enough? Uh, yes, you certainly have. So now that we have clarity, 
How do we turn that into focus? Well, what I believe is I believe that you go back to the time model again. And when I ask this question, most people give me the number of 20. And I ask this question to audiences all across the world. Here's the question. I'm asking it to our listeners. I'm asking it to the two of you about how many hours in a given week do you spend in low leverage activities? These are activities that don't really progress you towards your goals. And most people say about 20. Some say 10, some say 30. And it's not a scientific question. It's an awareness question to say that if we could convert a lot of our low leverage activities, more intentional into high leverage activities, we'd probably be able to produce more results in our life that we care about. Would you guys agree with that? Totally agree. Let me ask you a question when it comes to, when it comes to that. Where does procrastination fall into all of this? Is it because Ooh, we're not clear or is it because we're, or, or do we f- focus on low or low leveraging activities because we're procrast like t- talk to me about procrastination. Well, before you do, Tony, this is a double-edged sword. She's looking right at me asking you this question. So there's a hidden meaning behind it. So go ahead, tread lightly. <laughs> so quick. So procrastination is something that most people have not studied. I've studied it for 30 years. And I have a CBS special. You can Google Tony Jerry procrastination and watch the CBS special on it. I believe that not all procrastination is bad. I believe everybody procrastinates. And I believe there's reasons that people do procrastinate. Now, the reason why procrastination is good is if you're in check enough with yourself, when you do self-talk and you say, self, before I make this decision, I'm going to think about it for a night, and I'm going to let my intuition make a decision tomorrow. That's good procrastination because you know what you're doing. But a lot of times people procrastinate because they say, oh, it won't really matter. No one really knows but me. Uh, I'll do it when I feel like it. I'm not really energized into doing it right now. And they do procrastination because of self-talk. And people don't grab their self-talk. If you change your self-talk and say, do it now, I can make it happen. I can start on it. I can knock it out. I can get most of the way done. And you have that kind of stuff, you're going you're gonna to do less procrastination and you're going to have more action. Do you agree with that? It's self-talk. Yeah, I agree. I have, a, I, have, I have two rules. I have one called the 24-hour rule which is like what you were talking about. I'm going to think about it for 24 hours. And I have borrowed Mel Robbins' five-second rule. So if I'm getting ready to, Mel's a, to Mel's do a something. Friend of mine, and when she, Mel's a friend of mine. When she launched that, we were on stage together here in Dallas. Uh, quite interesting. Her five-second rule? Yes. Uh, yes. I, I love it. I love it. Right? I love it. Like, how many people don't study the distinctions of other people like her? Like, grab the distinctions. Like, I'm hoping people get this distinction today that we're talking about clarity, focus, and execution. It's like, it's like gold, right? All right, so let's finish up on procrastination for a minute. So what I believe is all procrastination is not bad. Most is. I believe everybody procrastinates. And I believe we want to be successful in our Beamer business. We've got to be careful with our time and to make sure that we are taking action. 
which is execution of the third leg of the stool. Let's go back to focus for a minute. The opposite of distraction, so that 20 hours a week that a lot of people spend. Now, it's a better word when you're talking about time to use invest. How are you going to invest your time? But most people say, how am I going to spend my time? Because they don't respect time. So a takeaway could be for you guys or anybody, if you're saying spend time, I suggest you use invest time. Okay? Now, the opposite of distraction is focus. So the second leg of my stool is to really focus. And of all the books I've written, I've written 75 to date, 300 training courses, translated in all kinds of languages around the world. The number one thing, if anything I've ever published, is a concept I'm about to share right now. And it's called HLA, High Leverage Activities. And so at the core of being focused, I'm proposing that people really figure out what their high leverage activities are. HLAs, high leverage activities. So, for example, if Ian said to me, Tony, uh, he called me up and said, hey, I'm in town. I was hoping I could have lunch with you. Would I say yes or no to Eon having lunch? Well, first off, I would say to myself, self, is having lunch with Eon a high leverage activity for me? And since I know my high leverage activities, I'm not sure it is. So I go to Eon and I go, Eon, what are you thinking about lunch? And he says, well, you know Lisa, don't you? And I said, yeah, I know Lisa. He goes, I'm going to be in town. I'd like to have lunch and talk about you introducing me to Lisa. And I said, well, since Lisa and I are friends, can I just email connect you to Lisa? And Ian says to himself, wow, I didn't really have time to have lunch with Tony anyway. I just wanted to get connected to Lisa. So I actually gave you what you wanted, right? But I did not take the time that you asked for because it wasn't a high leverage activity. And what I'm proposing that our listeners take away today is to really own that every minute counts. And if you're spending time in low leverage activities, I'm suggesting you should be investing time in high leverage activities. So I have five. My five are on the business side, attracting strong qualified business. That's a high leverage activity for me. Number two is I should be delivering great value to anybody that I'm sharing. So just like today, I hope I'm delivering great value to your listeners. Number three is I should be shaping with clarity for my team every day as a leader of my firm. Number four, I should be gaining wisdom. Since I'm in the wisdom business, I need to be studying more than about anybody. Studying is important for everybody. And the fifth thing is I should be nourishing my Rolodex. I have tons, thousands of people that I have relationships with, and I need to be pouring value into their lives, sending them a newsletter, sending them a voicemail, some way giving them value. So those are my five. And I'd like to ask our listeners right now to consider getting your phone out, taking your phone right now and finding a place in your phone and call it High Leverage Activities. And underneath that, write professional, and underneath that, write personal. And when we finish our uh, broadcast here, maybe you might want to take the time to write down five or six of your high-leverage activities professionally and five or six of your high-leverage activities personally, and then filter your time accordingly. When Albert asked me to come in and help grow Beamer, I said, well, let's figure out what the high-leverage activities are that's going to help us really grow. And we came up with seven. 
And of those seven, we're working right now to help Beamer as a whole really dive into those HLAs. And I'm helping people at the distributor level think about their own HLAs so they're investing their time more effectively. They're more focused with their energy and their time. I'll shut up for a second. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. Brilliant. And, you know, uh, I know – at the corporate level, the RD level, and management level, we've been talking about what those HLAs are. Uh, as far as the um, distributor level, we've been mentioning them on on calls, and you know we talked about them a little bit on our kickoff. I just want to run through uh, what a few of those are for um, our distributors. So one is building personal seniors, and, you know, that could be a high-leveraging activity for wherever the independent Beamer distributor is. Maybe you are doing this just full-time, maybe you are or part-time, maybe you are just trying to ha- get a few sales to pay for your Beamer. Uh, you know, how can you, um, how can you invest your time um, to – also help build other seniors to be able to do the same thing that you are doing. Um, One is bringing in new builders. Um, Another HLA is meetings, effective meetings and presentations, putting more people on Beamer, introducing it to more people. Um, One is the um, equine world. And then uh, we also have um, some creative initiatives coming too. So uh, we'll be going over. Yeah, yeah, you're nailing we're it. Gonna I'm be so going, excited. We're going to be going um, into each of those HLAs um, over the next um, over the next several months. Uh, I'm just going to make the announcement, Tony. We um, we're grateful for Tony to just be able to come on today, and uh, in the middle of our our pre uh, conversation, Tony said, "Hey, why don't we do this once a month?" And we said, oh, okay, awesome. So Tony is actually going to be uh, with us on Wednesdays once a month. We'll make sure everyone knows which Wednesday that is. And we're going to go into uh, a little bit deeper conversation into these high-leveraging activities. And I think the biggest thing that everybody could do now that's listening or that's going to hear this on the recording is really focus right now on your clarity and, you know, get clear about what it is that you want from, from this Beamer business and, uh, and then, you know, stick with us on going through these high leveraging activities and we'll focus training and tips and all of that kind of stuff around the HLAs. Uh, Ian, any words from you? Yeah. I just want to make sure that you're still, that offer still up since we had our first one, you're not going to back out on it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And hey, let me add to that. Please, if you're listening right now, either live or recorded, would you please help other people listen to this recording so they get the base here of what we're sharing in this hour? And would you invite people that are on your team or others to join us each month? I think, are we, are, did we call it the Wow Hour? Are we going to call it kind of we're, words of wisdom? We're re- wow renaming it for you, Tony. We're renaming it the Wow Hour for, for whenever you're on. And I'd like to be able to make this so interactive, Ian, like we talked about, where people could email in ahead of time, where people could maybe chat in or call in or communicate in. So we have 
great conversation and it's not just me you know talking about my books like we're really getting down to like real deal tough questions what's really happening and and collectively we have a great conversational tone to this wow hour obviously i want to be able to share distinctions that i picked up and used and we just have it a very very inspiring and powerful hour i just that's what i'm envisioning from a clarity standpoint uh, and then I'm hoping that we can focus in on things that people care about, like, for example, those of those seven HLAs that Lisa was uh, alluding to. I think that should be the basis for several months, like today even, like on the clarity piece. Like when you invite someone into the Beamer business, if you want to get them to become a senior quicker, when we onboard people, most of the time, I'm betting, and you guys validate this or not, most people don't get real clear on the people that said, hey, I want to, I think I want to do the Beamer business. They don't get really clear on what's their why. Type it into their phone so that as they're supporting that person, speaking to and bringing to them things that matter based on their why, not on your why. Like, do we do a good job of that now? Absolutely. Tony, I want to take advantage of this, this time right here, if that's okay. We have time for one caller. If you push one, are you open to taking one caller for the few minutes that we have left here to try and give them that wow minute and help them out? Yeah, you bet. All right, first caller comes in. Do we have any? Oh, they're lighting up like a Christmas tree up here. Okay, we have 970-352. That's not bad without reading glasses. 970-352. You're online with Tony. Hey, great. Hi, everybody. It's Lori Grace. And tell hey. us about hello tell us about that topic a little bit more that you're talking about uh, how do we create relevance we want relevance for everybody we touch what does that look like to you so when we when we so relevance is what people care about to them and what I think we make the mistake of is oftentimes we assume other people want the same thing we want and that relevance is each person's own why what they really value and, and when you have someone that joins your team, if you know what's relevant to them, then you can bring things to the table that match their world. Maybe they want to do business, the Beamer business, and it's really very horse-related. Maybe that's in their, in their sights. Maybe they want to do it with their sister. Maybe they want to do it with their kids. Maybe they want to do it as a family. Maybe they want to do it as a learning. Maybe they want to make it part of their business because their dad's a chiropractor. Figure out what their why is and then make all the activity, communication, and interaction with them relevant to them and their priorities, not, not assuming everybody wants what you want, you know. Uh, a lot of times we do that. I'm not saying you do. I'm just saying a lot of people, some, a lot of people do. They just, and, and there are some basics. I think we all have some basic subconscious desires. Uh, you know, we have, you know, we want to belong. We want to be liked. Like everybody wants to make money. I mean, not everybody, but most people want to make money. I mean, there's some basics, but getting down to the distinctions of what's relevant for each new person that comes on your team, I think is a uh, is a great habit to have. Beautiful. Thank you. And I think that's one of the biggest things that could help our teams move forward is how we stay relevant to the customer, to our clients, to our prospects. I think that's the big key here. Thank you. You bet. Should we talk about execution for a minute, the third, third leg of the stool? Yes, let's do it. Real quickly, the third leg says you've got to take accountable action. 
So if you take action and get results and you get X in the box, that's fantastic. I've got some great videos, uh, Lisa, that I've just recorded, and my team is now editing that we're going to make available to the entire Beamer team. And some of that is going to include execution. You had mentioned, like, how to hold meetings. One of the things that people talked about that they asked me to record on is when you invite people to a meeting, how do you get more people to show up to a meeting? How do you really launch a meeting? How do you really reach the objectives of the meeting? And so I recorded a five-part series on that. And, uh, and I, 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 from an execution standpoint, one of the actions or execution items I'd like to ask everybody to think about is as soon as those videos become available, which should be within the next week or so, that we would want everybody to really listen to those. And then we can make that one of our components to our future hours. Elisa Dion is really talk about the power of meetings. I've written 27 of my books on meetings and presentations. And a lot of times people have never been taught how to effectively invite people to a meeting. And so then they don't get as many people show up as they want. And I want to help people do that. So that's one of the things that I see uh, in the future that we can really help people with from an execution standpoint. So the three legs of the stool are clarity, get clear on what you want, get clear on what other people want, get clear on what you're going to do with your time. Focus is make sure that you understand and appreciate the opposite of distraction is focus. And the center stone of that, for me, uh, the keystone is high leverage activities. And as an execution item, I'm asking everybody to write down what's the five or six or seven HLAs for you on the professional side, What's the five or six or seven uh, activities on the, on the personal side? And have that written in your phone so that you're making yeses when someone asks you for lunch or someone asks you for your time. You're making yeses more effectively, and you're really doing and executing with your time more efficiently. Awesome, Tony. Well, listen, we certainly appreciate everything that you are doing for uh, Beamer at every level, and and now including the um, the independent Beamer distributor field. I know this is going to be beneficial, impactful. And at the beginning of the call, one of the things that I've noticed about you is that you're always going, "Okay, what's our outcome going to be from today?" Before we even get started. Yep. And I love it because that is clarity, focus, and execution all wrapped up into one. And so one of the things that I asked at the beginning was, or I guess Ian asked, what are the three, uh, three things that individuals could do um, that we could give them by the end of this show? And what I have written down is know how many hours there, that there's 168 hours in the week and how many of those hours will you invest in Beamer? How many people will you talk to about Beamer in a week? How are you going to invest your time and identify your high leveraging activities? So um, thank you for sharing. We look forward to more. I definitely know that meetings and how to get people to meetings is a big topic. I think it's, um, it's something that distributors hold themselves back from. Um, you know, there's all kinds of excuses around that. There's so many meetings. I don't know how to invite people. So uh, I think if we could focus on that next, our next call, that would be awesome. You know, uh, absolutely, Lisa. And, and I like to give away things, and so we need to think about mechanisms on how I can give things away to our listeners. Um, like, for example, I, I own most of the rights to my books, different than most people. Some people 
have had other publishers publish their works, and uh, I decided uh, to buy my publishing rights back. So if I want to give away a book to somebody, I can. Um, is there a way that, like, that Results Faster book, which really is the book about clarity, folks, and execution, if I wanted to give away the, the ebook in a passport format, is there a way that we could do that uh, effectively? Yes. Yes, there there definitely is. Um, I would just need a link for that um, PDF version of Results Faster, and then I can post that with the replay. Ah, okay. So then I'll ask my team here that's here with me, would you find out a way that we can send a link to Lisa on the Results Faster Passport, and then we'll make that available for all of our listeners. How's that? Perfect. I think it's brilliant, and everybody will definitely get benefit from it. And that would really help out the field right there, Tony, because not everybody got your book, came on out. So we have a lot of independent distributors, not just from the top, but now the field, the boots on the ground. So this is the best way to reach out to these people on the field. So thank you so much for doing that. And then the next time we could also do that and offer little, little prizes or gifts, opportunities for our next call for sure. I just I have so much I want to share, and uh, and I just I, I, I actually just fell in love with Albert and his commitment to improvement. And then as he connected me to George and the RDS, and as I now I'm building a relationship with the two of you, I mean it's just it's just um, it's like we set out as a goal last year. Could I attract to our world uh, a special organization like Beamer that we could be part of? And it's happening. We're living it. You know. Awesome. Well, we're going to have to end this call today. Thank you so much for joining us, Tony. We really appreciate it. I know the the IBDs are going to appreciate it. Maybe you guys could post on social media pages that we had that we had this call and share this opportunity with your team once the recording gets out there. That'd be great. So look forward to talking to you next month, Tony. Thanks, She's been waiting to hit that button. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tony, so much. Thanks, Ian. Appreciate it. By an independent group of Beamer distributors who are committed to helping you find success in your business, we're all part of a bigger mission to bring this amazing technology to a market that so desperately needs it. We'll be back again really soon. Until then, here's to your health.